from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. That's where you're listening on live internet streaming radio on live video. We're here on Facebook Live on facebook.com backslash livenowdt. We appreciate you being here, hanging out with us this morning inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. Uh, two fantastic guests today inside of Mon Pa's Kettle Corn and Popcorn Factories. What's poppin'? You heard from Mr. Cam Jones, and now Gene Waldron is here with us. Uh, Gene, obviously, of Syracuse Orange Men's Basketball History, and Gene is here with us today to uh, have a conversation that will far outstretch the uh, the world of sports, and I always appreciate and thank Gene for being a part of the show and definitely a blessing to have him on the broadcast every chance we get. So with that being said, let's bring him in. Gene, how are we doing today? Well, you know, today's a new day, you know, just want, want to be better than I was yesterday, you know, and I hope everybody else can do the same. You know, we're, we're in a trying time right now, a very trying time right now. It's, it's just, it's, I mean, words, words just really, is, it's, it's hard to put it to words with what's going on. Yeah, Gene, and, and I kind of just want to, open it up to that and just just let you go with it here i mean uh, what you, i mean i can i can sit here and, and speak with you about about a, a bunch of different things today but i kind of just want to open it up to you know just your overall thoughts as an african-american man in our society uh, what we saw what so many people saw in video with george floyd including myself is is sickening it is it's scary it's disheartening it's confusing and, you know, I mean, from your perspective, what what can you tell me as a fellow African-American man in our society to, to, to have witnessed what we're witnessing here at any decade in our history, let alone in present day right now? Well, you know, I'm only going to talk about it through my eyes and how right. I see it. Yeah. You know, this is this is nothing. This is not new. This is this is not new. Um, it's a situation where we've had so many black men killed, unarmed, killed for what? Just killed. No prosecution, no nothing ever really happens. And it's something that's continuing, continuing. And then you wonder why the explosion has happened all over the country. This is what's going to happen. We already we already been broken, and it's even more broken now of what happened to see that man get murdered, get murdered, broad daylight. People saying the cop I can't breathe, you know. And 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 for me, you know, I've got grandkids, you know, and you know, and I speak to myself, you know, what what do they tell their kids? What do they tell their kids? You know, I got my grandson with me. You know, I'm trying to explain to him, you know, you know, this is not what it should be, but this is what it's always been for years for black American men. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just sad, you know, and you know, and, and you know, my wife is white, you know, and she is so appalled at what's going on. It's just 
it's more it's beyond disgraceful is it's you can't even really put into words you know and i normally get over things not get over i, I normally can move on for rather quickly yeah I'm, i just I, i'm stuck i can't i can't get past what is still going on constantly and constantly and then you have leaders who ain't stepping up nobody's stepping up nobody's stepping up and saying anything you got so many people that are just being silent for what Come on, step up. Say something. I don't know. Well, you know, in 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 Gene, I mean, like you said, I mean, this this has been going on forever, and and this is you know, it, it is senseless. I mean, I don't understand who back in the day said, "Hey, you know what? You're darker than me, so you're going to be a slave on my land." And then from that point on, it was, "Hey, you're lower than me. Hey, you you deserve this." I don't understand how society ever set up that this color gets to gets to do this and this color gets to do it. And the thing is, it's not it's not not every and I know that you had shared this before too, not every white person is racist and not every black person is a criminal. And it's crazy to group people and, and put people in this and not every cop is bad and, and on and on and on. How how do we how do we move forward? Because right now, like you said, the world is angry. The country is, is angry. And, and, you know, and, and like you said, your wife is upset. I'm upset. Everybody should be upset. If, if you're not upset about what you saw and what's going on, I mean, I, I would, I would ask if you have and a heart. Right. Right. It is as simple as that. You know, I, I think it, I, I think you have to get not only, African-Americans speaking up. I think you got to get some of these powerful white Americans to speak up. And even in, in sports, these powerful white Americans that have millions, billions, speak up. Speak up. You know it's, you know it's wrong. Speak up. Let's, let's get some multicultural thing together and make this happen and, and, and stop this senseless killing of... I mean, the kid from Yukon killed two people. He killed two people. When they caught him, he's on the floor getting water. They giving him a glass of water. And, flo- and, 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 jo- and he's dead. I mean, you, you, you can't make this up. You get a black guy, he's running down the street, just he's just he's just jogging. He gets killed for what? You can't make this up. Now you flip that script. A white guy running down the street, two black guys are gonna blow his head off. What do you think's gonna happen? Yeah. You get people standing up at the Capitol with loaded guns. White guys loaded guns. Flip that script. Imagine black guys standing up there with loaded guns. What would happen? It's just, and this is through my eyes. You know, not all white people are bad. Not all black people are bad. But enough is enough of what we've been seeing. You can't make this up. This is this is beyond comprehension. It's beyond comprehension to me. I, I just I can't I can't figure it out. And I don't know what it's going to really take. I mean, because you have leaders that aren't saying nothing. They're not saying. They're not saying anything. Nobody's. Nobody's. Nobody's not saying anything. You know. And I think it's. 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 It's a shame. It really is a shame. And it, if you didn't think that this was going to explode the way that it has, 
you know, and I feel sorry for all the, the damage and and the looting and the steal and all. I feel I feel bad for all those um, companies and businesses that. But what did you think was going to happen? How many times that Black America is going to have to go through this before? I mean, this was going to happen, and this. I mean, this time this is worse than on all some of the other killings. This was bound to happen. And I feel sorry for the businesses and all that, that the people that left. But what did you think was going to happen? You know, I, I, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, lost for words, really. It's, it's, it, it, you know, and I can, you know, I can remember, I'll give you a story. I can remember my sophomore year in college and I was walking from Manly and it was Halloween. I was walking from Manly and it was a family and it was this little kid and he had a, he had a little gun. He had a, he had a little gun. I said, "Oh, you haven't?" I said, "Oh, you got the nice Halloween outfit." He said, "You shut up, you!" And he called me the N word. I looked at his parents. I was like, "Did you just let him say that to me?" Yeah. I, I, that 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 stuck with me, and it's it sticks with me. And it, 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 you know, I, and, and here I am. I'm a 19 year old kid. I'm in college, and 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 you know, I'm thinking, "Wow, racism is real in America. It it, it is real." You know, and I, and I think, you know, people's just had enough. I mean, and, and you see the protests. It's not just black people protesting. There's all kind of cultures protesting because enough is enough, Dan. Enough is enough. That coming here this morning from Gene Waldron, a Central New York, born and raised Syracuse basketball alum here with us today. Gene, for you, and like you said, enough is enough, and, and that is a sentiment that I put out there as well. It's, it's words that made sense to me to write. And then I, and then I, you know, I saw those same words come from you. I, I mean, uh, to me, one life is too many to me, you know, there was, there was too many a long, 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 long time ago. And I can't even imagine. And, and what I've said to people before, is I said, listen, the overwhelming majority of black America is peaceful. The overwhelming majority of black America that has been punched and kicked and pushed on the way to work they just keep walking to work they're peaceful and i and i think that you know what is so hard for me to stomach is having conversations with people saying well you know like uh, look at their reaction look at this or look at that and i'm like mostly i mean every every person that i know in black america in the black community has has not gone out and looted hasn't rioted hasn't stolen if they've peacefully protested they've done it that way if they've spoken up like you're speaking up they've done that but I, I just I, I'm I'm at such a loss that when I I have conversations with some people to say to them, like, think about the hundreds of years of anger and their response is 99 percent of the time is peaceful. I've never I've never had, you know, like you, you call me up saying, hey, Dan, I just threw a rock through a window of a building because I'm pissed. I mean, you know, to me, I just I don't understand how you can be in black America, be pushed down for so many years and you still respond I mean, as a community, the black community in America overwhelmingly responds calmly, peacefully. And, and I feel like above all things, that needs to be respected and that needs to be brought up that even in the darkest moments of our history of America, there have been so many people in the black community that have said, what can we do to make this better by speaking, by talking, by being peaceful? And I can't imagine the amount of pain 
Gene. I can't imagine. I'm a human being, so I, f I feel I'm feeling pain today, and I'm feeling a loss for George Floyd and his family, and him screaming out "Mama," and I can't. It makes me sick. But I can't even fathom how Black America has been pushed down forever, and yet you get up and go to work every single day with a smile on your face. And I think above everything, that's not being spoken about. Just how much. Uh, I don't know, just just, just how, how, how there's a positive response in a negative world by people that have been oppressed forever. Well, you know, we got no other choice. It's either you swim or you sink. You know, you got no other choice. You know, and, and, I, I, you know, and, and it's funny, not all white people are bad. Cause my best friend, I mean, my best friend is white. He was there for me when I couldn't help myself. My best friend is white. And... The, the, and, and he and he even says to me, he's like, Gene, I don't, I can't even imagine what it's like to be black. You know, I've got a lot of, I can't, and a lot of white people can, you know, and I understand that. No one, and you know, and even you, you're a good friend of mine. You can't even imagine what it is for me to be, what it's like for me to be black. Right. I mean, I've been in stores, I've been in stores, and I've been followed in stores. I mean, it's just just the other day, cause I, I go into Wegmans and you have to stand six feet. So I'm standing with my wife, and 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 it was our turn to go to a cash register, and I kind of forgot something, so I ran to go get it, and then my wife was going to to the cash register and the guy stopped he says oh no 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 you have to you have to wait in line i looked at him i said that's my wife i said i've been coming in this store for years and you haven't figured that out yet i mean it's just it's the little little silly thing or i'm at the cash register and it says is all this together i'm like what do you <laughs> it's it's just it's just dan it's just so much you know, being followed. I live up in Onondaga Hill. I'm, I'm being followed by the cops because, like, I'm not supposed to live up here. I mean, and I grew up in one of the, I grew up in the biggest housing project in America, Queensbridge Housing Project. And the unity that we had there, we've always had, is so great. But now things are just so broken. People can't put up with this anymore. And I think, it's going to come down to changing laws. I mean, for me, what happened to Floyd, that was a hate crime, yeah. in, in my opinion. That was a hate crime. And there was many others that got killed. Hate crime. You know, but we got to find, you know, we got to find a way to come together, you know, and not put in blame. We got to find a way to come together as as people, because in, in in a sense, this is not all about black white. It's about humanity. Yeah. You know, this is not all about black and white. Like, you know, we are all human beings. Inside of us, whatever color you are, you got the same organs, the same blood. You got everything. But yet, because I'm a different color, I'm the problem. Because you're a different color, you. I mean, it does, it, it's just it's uncom. It, you know, you, you try to comprehend it, and and it, and it's and it's really and it's really difficult. And like this morning, I you know I had the opportunity. You know, I got on my bike. I was riding, riding my bike. You know, my, and, I, and my, a song came to my mind. And Marvin Gaye, what's going on? I mean, that song is so relevant right now. And he sang that song almost thirty years ago. Yeah. And it's the same thing going on today. What's going on? I don't know, Dan. I don't know.
And, and Gene, I mean, from from your perspective, you know, how do you respond? I got to ask this question from Cam Jones uh, earlier here in the show today. How do you respond to, okay, things are wrong. There's unrest. People are upset. We need change. Is rioting and and blowing things up and setting things on fire and destroying businesses and stealing from business? I mean, is 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 that is that the answer or creating more of the problem? Because I mean, to me, rioting and looting is taken away from the message right now. It's taken away from what we're trying to get across. I mean, how how do you respond to rioting and, and looting and, and just seeing, you know, to, I mean, now more innocent people's lives are over. And the thing that's crazy and ironic is that, you know, we could have these these protests that start out peacefully and then, you know, well, there's a peaceful protest and there's a riot. And the irony of it all is here we are protesting what's going on in black America and they could destroy a business that belongs to a black American that they don't even know. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on the rioting and the fires and and having curfews in Syracuse right now? I think, you know, it's it's sad that you have the destruction of people's businesses um, and then there has to be curfews. But let's let's put this in a little bit of perspective. Yeah, we're talking 400 years of this nonsense. Maybe we're talking 400 years of slavery, um, racism. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, there, there was a lot of people that was you know trying to stop the the um people from damaging businesses and all that but there's some people that are so broken this is what they're going to do and and it's wrong don't don't get it don't get it twisted this it is so wrong but and I'll say it again enough is enough there's some people that just say I that, look I'm I don't care no more and we don't want that in America you don't want it to be where I don't care. I'm going to do anything. You know, we don't. That, that's not America. I mean, we've always tried to. We've always tried to do best. We've always tried to get along. You know, but when you constantly being oppressed, and 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 and, and seeing what's going on in America right now, I mean, this has been since 2000. I mean, I get there's so many people that black men has been killed for what? No reason. I, I, you know, and I, and I and I feel so bad for the people that losing a business, and I truly believe that you know the people who are doing that. I hope they get caught. I hope there's some some prosecution for these people. You know, they can go to jail and they learn a lesson because this is this is not what Floyd. But this is not this is this is not helping the cause. But people are so broken. You know, there's a, there are people out there just taking opportunities. You know, or taking a, a taking the uh, uh, I would say advantage of his death in a bad in a bad way, and it shouldn't be that way. We should be able to come together. But you know, you get some people who say, "Well, I'm going to take advantage of this situation, even though it's a bad situation, and and going to and go and, and and loot and steal and and damage and set police cars on fire." And you know, it just it's just ludicrous. You know, I spoke to my daughter that night up in Rochester. She was scared to death, scared to death because they're going crazy in Rochester. She's upstairs in the room with the door locked. You know, just watching TV, petrified. I mean, we don't need, we don't want that. 
you know, but you, you look at the, 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 the stats, the stats say it all about what's going on in the black community, you know, and, and, and when, when they get, we get pulled over the most, we, you know, it's just so much, Dan, you know, it's, I mean, we could, I could go on and on and on and on and, and, and it'll be tomorrow by the time I'm finished. It's just so much. Yeah. And Gene, I mean, for, so let's have the conversation. What do we, what can we do? What do we do? I know you talked about all colors, all backgrounds need to come together. We've seen peaceful protests of people kneeling together, of people standing together, of people being on the steps together of all different backgrounds, ethnicities, religions, you know, probably political beliefs, who knows? So what do we do? I mean, from, from some, from someone who has grown up in society from a, from, from a man I'm talking to right now that I consider a friend, uh, somebody who has been there for me, who has been good to me, who has been positive with me. I mean, I, I consider you, like you said, a good friend and I appreciate you. I mean, and, and you're telling me stories of being 19 years old and having a, a little kid pull a gun and, and call you the N word. I mean, what do we do now? Because it has to come from the black community. The conversation has to come from you. You're the ones being oppressed. You're the ones going through it. And, and, and as much as I love you and I appreciate you and I respect you, I can't fathom what it's like to be you in these moments. So, you know, you want, you want to fix a problem. I, like I tell people all the time, you want to talk to someone about being pregnant. You don't go to a man, you go to a woman. So coming to you right now here on the show live this morning, what do we do? What's the conversation? How can I help? How can anybody listening help? What, what in your eyes can we do peacefully from right now to try and make it clear that regardless of color, sexual orientation, background, this, that, and whatever, that we're all sick and tired of seeing George Floyd's on the ground. So what can we do? I, I, I think all races have to come together. All races have to come together. Get at a table. And, and, and we got to talk. You got to get these, you got to get these leaders, these big time white leaders, big time black leaders. Let's get at a table and talk. How do we fix it? Because I'll be honest with you. I don't know how to fix it other than getting at a table, coming up with some legislation, legislation and, and trying to figure out what to do. How, how do we get, how do we move forward? And I don't, think that it's going to take much but we just have to try i mean there's been so many we've been through this so many times where you get all the, you get all the chit chat 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 it goes away and then boom it happens again yeah i think i think we have to just try to come together you know and and i, I think one of the biggest things pray 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 as much as you can and, and you I, know, if I had, if I had, a, if I had a magic wand, yeah, I'd fix it just like that. But I don't, and we never will. And so, as people, we got to just come together. It don't matter what color you are. Let's just come together. You know, it shouldn't be about color. It should be about humanity. You know, we're humans. We're all humans. And you know what? This is nobody's country. I mean, because if we want to get technical, <laughs> yeah. the country actually belongs to the Native America, Americans. And those are the ones that had their, the land taken from them. So let's all come together and try to put, you know, put this at rest, you know, and move forward. Because you could best believe that 
what's going on is not going to stop unless something happens. You know, nothing changes unless something changes. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, you know, and that's, and that's, I mean, <laughs> take the time to take the time. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, and, and that's, and that's, that's what we need to do, Gene. And, and I feel like, and you talked about it, you know, you said uh, the leaders have to step up. What do you want to see? What do you what do you want the conversation? I mean, what do you want to see from our leaders right now? Let's 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 throw let's throw politics out the window. Let's throw parties out the window because if anybody believes that the Democrats are all for this or Republicans are all for that, you know, like that's crazy too. You can't group somebody in every situation and whatnot because I'm sick of that too. What do you want to see from the leaders? What can our leaders do? What are you hoping for? I'll put it in one word: the truth. The truth about America, the truth about the racism in America, that's the, that's it in a nutshell. The truth about the racism in America. Let's start right there. That's it. I got nothing else. So you want it, you want to see, you know, what, I mean, what, what, what can we do today? So we essentially, let's say we go to the white house, we put a camera on the president and, and you just want to hear him talk about the truth. You just want to hear him speak about this is America. Like you said, this is 400 years. This is what we've been through. This is where we are. You want to see the leaders of today, Congress, the president, you know, Supreme Court, justice, whatever it may be. You want to see them literally have to read about what happened, about the deaths that have happened, about slavery. You want you want people to bring to light into reality because of the fact of the matter is if, if the person reading it has any type of a heart, they're not going to be able to get through the first three lines without crying or without having to stop. You know, because that's how bad it is. Yeah, it is. That that's how bad it is. And, and you know, and that's the, just hearing the truth. Just I mean. You know, and I don't even want to, I'm not even going to bring up the president because he's not going to say, I'm not even going to try to even bring him into the equation. But wouldn't that be nice to hear something? Some, some kind of compassion? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, you know, let's just hear the truth about what's going on in America. Let's just hear the truth and and not not sugarcoat this, you know. Let's not sugarcoat it, you know, because this, this what's going on right now, Dan. This is real, and you don't we don't know when this is going to stop. And you know, and that, and that's the thing, Gene is is that you know it, it it's never stopped. And and I tell people now, I'm like, you know. <laughs> Racism, it wasn't like it went away at certain points in our society. It's just now everybody's got a camera. You know, we have the ability to, to put it out there. And so now you can see it, you know, because think about it. If we didn't have camera phones and we didn't have the ability to go live and go on the Internet and this and we didn't have the Internet, then nobody would even know George Floyd's name. And, and here's, here's, a, here's another crazy thing. Even with the cameras, they're still doing it. So could you imagine when there wasn't no cameras, what was going on, and nobody never knew? Yeah. The cameras are on you, and yes, and they're still doing it. So could you imagine if there wasn't when there wasn't any cameras, what was going on? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, 
And it's, it's funny, my mom used to always tell me she, when I used to go, or when I was, you know, she'd be like, well, you make sure you be safe and you always be respectful, you know, and, you know, and I've always tried to do that, you know, I've, I've always tried to do it. And I've traveled around the world and I've seen some crazy things, you know, but what's happening in America, man, it just shouldn't be happening, you know, and I'm just, you know, I'm just really saddened by the, by the whole situation. You know, and um, and I'm not one that uh, sit on the sidelines and, and sugarcoat the situation. You know, because what people think about me is none of my business. But I'm going to I'm going to tell the truth. I'm just going to do it. Well, that's the thing. The only thing we have in control, we have full control of in our lives, is what we think, say, and do. You only have control of yourself. You know, and, and, and so I got I got uh, two final points that I, I definitely want to get to. The first one being uh, speaking here with Gene Waldron and, uh, you know, coming to us from New York, uh, bred here in New York and Syracuse basketball alum and and never lost the accent from, from down city. So I like it, Gene, but <laughs> you're welcome. I consider you central New York born and raised because you're much a part of my home as anybody else. But, um, you know, I look at the, the first point I want to get to, uh, the fact that I think people need to know uh, a few, well, there's three points. Uh, the first one I want to get to is not all cops are bad. Not all white people are racist and not all black people are criminals. I want to, I want to speak with you on that and your opinion of that, because I don't want to see innocent cops be hurt. I don't want to see uh, black, white, brown, blue, purple, and polka dot be hurt either. So, uh, you know, let's, let's address the comment of not all not all cops are bad. Not all black people are bad. Not all white people are bad because that's the problem in and of itself is grouping everybody because because of a select few that are obviously doing bad things out there. And, there, and there's the thing, though, that you've got 400 million people in America. It's only a small percentage of people that are really bad. Right. Black, white, all, all whatever. You know, And but that small percentage... That small percentage makes it bad for everybody else. There's some uh, phenomenal cops out there. Phenomenal cops out there. And there's some phenomenal... I mean, I know some Some of my best friends are white. You know? Um, and, 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 and it's just... It's a thing where you got this small majority of people. When you think about how big this country is. But they make a lot of noise. Make a lot of noise. Bad noise. And but there's a lot of great people in America, of all races, and there's some great cops, great cops, you know. Um, but you know, I think it's got to come a time where we put all that racial divide and look at each other as humans. Yeah, we're all humans trying to live. And, and I think, Gene, the, the second point to go off of that is uh, the notion of the hashtag Black Lives Matter and the response. And, and, you know, and I'll admit in the beginning, in my head, I'm like, all lives matter. You know, everybody matters. But but the Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, moniker is not saying and somebody had posted this, I think, yesterday. They said, you know, saying Black Lives Matter is not saying that nobody else does. It's bringing to light that we feel like society's treating black lives like they don't matter. They do. So what is what is the what is the Black Lives Matter movement mean to you? And to just clarify, in your opinion, you know, that Black Lives Matter does not mean that nobody else's does. Well, I, I, I think the statement says it all. It, black Lives Matter because 
previous situations, it's been shown that black lives doesn't matter. And also, you could say there's a lot of truth to that statement, but also all lives matter. You know, and that's why I go back to like everybody's human. We're all human. Yeah. But you look at that statement and, you know, you got to, you know, as as a black person and seeing it through my eyes is that, well, I get that because previous situations, the black lives didn't matter. So that's probably why the statement's being so in the forefront. But the reality is that all lives should matter because we're all human beings just trying to live. We're all human beings. And, and Gene, you know, Gene, I mean, the, the final point going off of all of that is, you know, what from here forward, you know, what what needs to be, you know, what needs to be the narrative and what I know we talked about having a conversation. We talked about sitting down and, and, and all races have to talk with each other and we have to we have to have this conversation. But where where do we go from here? What do you want to tell people? You know that are out there rioting and looting and, and doing this and whatever, and then the people that are peacefully protesting. I mean, what do we do from here to try and rebuild instead of make it all even worse? I mean, uh, how do we how do we walk forward from here, knowing that Black Lives Matter, knowing that everyone's life matters, knowing that not all cops are bad cops? Uh, how do we move forward? What do we do from here? How can you and I stand arm in arm? in Syracuse and how can people do it elsewhere? What, what can we do from here to let people know enough is enough? Well, I think, I think you stand together. you be honest with one another. You see something, you say something, you know, you, you, you look after one each other, not, not just, Oh, I'm going to look after my black brother because he's black. Or I'm going to look after the white guy because he's white. Look at, look after each other because we're all human beings. Yeah. And we're in this world because we're all human beings. We were put on this earth to live peacefully, regardless of color. You know, help one another. Be respectful to one another. Love one another. Not just because you're black, not just because you're white, just because we're all human beings. We're all human beings. You know, and, 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 and that would be that would be my my message if I was to say you know, let, let's all get together. We're all human beings. Take color out of it. We're all human beings. And, and do the best that you can to, to you know to, to live your life in a productive in a productive way. I mean I had some shortcomings, you know, I've been through some things, but you know what? You know I, you got to do sometimes you got to go and, and do what you have to do to be successful and then be, you know, and stay healthy and, and do the right thing in life, you know, and, and sometimes you got to go and ask for help for that. So that's what we got to do. You know, if you got a problem, if something's going to look to go ask for help, you know, and, 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 you know, you, you, you just, you just want everybody to try to love each other. You know, it ain't going to be that way, but you want to try. Opposed to just having that hatred. It's just because it, it, it doesn't get you anywhere. Right. Well, and the thing is, Gene, hate is taught. You don't you don't see, you know, you know, you don't see babies of all different colors punching each other when they come out of the womb. I mean, hate is hate is taught. And, 
you know, I, and, and the thing that I always find to be uh, just crazy that people can't think about this when they wake up in the morning, no matter where you come from, no matter what country you were born in, no matter how much money you have, no matter if, you know, it, it could be it could be people that have Down syndrome. It could people that I mean, if you look at every single anything, you look at you look at people that are that are in hospital beds. You look at people that have have Down syndrome. You look at people that are black, white, brown, blue, purple. You look at uh, you know uh, every different language. We all smile the same way, cry the same way. We all we all consider loving each other, like hugging and kissing to show signs of love. They're like at the basis of every single human being, no matter what is going on in your life, what state you're in, what young, old, black, blue, brown, it doesn't matter. We all smile the same way, cry the same way. We all show affection the same way. We show hate the same way. So at the basis of human life, we are all connected by the fact that we can show one another positives and negatives by speaking the same body language. So how in the hell is that not enough that God gave us the ability to bridge gaps of language barriers by by just being able to smile or to cry or to hug or to kiss? How do we not see that at the basis of every human being, we are all the same, we all want the same, we show emotion the same, so why can we not be treated the same? And, and you know, and I, think that, I think that's a question that... Uh, uh, most a uh, part of America needs to look at why can't we all be treated the same? Just why? Just why? I mean, I, for the life of me, I cannot comprehend why I'm a this because I'm a different color. It's a problem. Right. I, I just for the life of me, I will never be able to wrap my head around that. I just, I will never be able to wrap my head around that. When I know I have such great relationships with all cultures. But there's a part that, well, your skin color makes you a problem. I don't get that. Well, the thing that's crazy about it, Gene, is somebody that doesn't like you for the color of your skin, it's one of the things that you cannot change. And if we're all made in God's image and likeness, then God made you on purpose. And I, I just look at it and I say to myself, I'm like, how can you hate? For, like, if you don't like somebody, because first of all, my grandma said never hate is too strong of a word. But if, if you don't like somebody because they cheated on you, or you don't like somebody because they lied to you, or they stole from you, or because or you don't like being around someone because they're racist and you don't feel comfortable being around. Like, there are reasons not to like people, but to look at someone and go, oh, you're a really nice person, and you're and you're handsome, you're beautiful, you're kind, you're hardworking, but I just don't like the color of your skin. It's, I mean, it's literally something that you cannot physically change. You can change your attitude. You can change bad behavior, but you can't change the color of your skin, and it and to me, I don't know whoever woke up in the morning and said, oh, hey, well, you look different than I do, so there must be something wrong with you. I mean, Gene, you are one of the kindest people, and you have been so emotionally and personally available to me. You've told stories on this show that have gone above and beyond. You've been by my side, and you've said kinder words than, than I that I even thought that I deserved, you know, when, when, I, when, when you and I have spoken and whatnot. I can't fathom somebody not liking Gene Waldron because of something that he cannot change that makes him the beautiful human being that he is. God made you on purpose. How dare some human being tell you that it was a mistake? 
I think the one thing that I that that you nailed it on is you said attitude. Yeah. Attitude is, that, that that plays a big part, you know. Attitude, you know. Um, and you know the one thing I always say that you know I, I say that some you know I even say it to myself that you know when days are kind of rough, I was like you know just start your day over, just start it over, even if it's three o'clock, start your day over, you know, because every every day. Every day doesn't have to be a bad day, you know. I mean, there's there's good in every day, even when it's looked like it's not going. There's some there's some good in every day. Yeah. You know, and I, I not, you know I try to I try to be like that. You know, it's um. I you know I don't I just you know and I. I and I and I feel I feel for my wife, you know that you know because I'm sitting there and she's seeing all this and you know and I can see her looking at me and I'm like you know babe and you know and she, she experienced it you know with me you know she 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 you know she see she's seen she's like wow this is really I was like you know and, and I can see her looking at me like you know she can feel the pain yeah but you know what we're a team. And we ain't gonna let it, you know, tear us apart. Because love doesn't know color, Gene, and you know that. There you go. <laughs> that, that's so. That's that's true. That is so so true. And it, you know, and it, it's funny. And let me give, I give you a quick. I give you a quick thing. Yeah. You know, a few, about four, four, five years ago, and my wife, you know, she works for National. She she works for National Grid, and. Um, my wife is really private, you know, she doesn't, she don't, you know, she don't boast, she don't say nothing, you know, just, her last name is Walter, but, you know, if, if nobody don't ask her, she ain't saying, you know, and her, it came to a point where something was going on at had a job, and I think they found out that, her boss found out, at this time, it was about six, seven years, and found out that, who I was. And she actually went to my wife and was like, I didn't know you were married to a black man. I'm like, my wife was like, my wife said she stood there and shocked. She's like, what color is he supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's little things like that. You know, be like, yo, you got to think about it. You got to think about what you say there. Yeah. But she's like, I didn't know you, I didn't know you, I didn't know you was married to a black man. My wife was like, my wife came home. She was like, my wife was like, she, she was like, could you believe that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is like crazy. <sighs> if I was if I was your wife, I'd be like, oh my! I would have like literally acted like I didn't I didn't know what color you were, and I'd be like, oh my god! Wait, are you serious? I'd be like, oh my! I didn't even I had no idea. <laughs> you know? So you know? I mean, it's just I, I dude, listen, I love you. I appreciate you. It's a great conversation, you know, and, you know, we, we just, you see, man, you just try to do the best you can every day, you know, yeah. so there you have it. Well, <laughs> oh, what a good, great way to end that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, I don't know. But, but G, you know, so, so. Uh, you know, two things. Number one, you want to you want to peacefully do anything. You know that I'll be standing arm in arm with you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Number two, don't stop doing those videos with them wings on, brother, because you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well, you know what? I did, funny you say that because I got my grandson here, so we're going to do an act. We're going to wait for a while, but we're going to do an act together, nice. me and my grandson. He keeps saying, Grandpa, when are we going to do it? I was like, <laughs> let me let me think in my head what, what, what are we going to do? Because <laughs> yeah. he's a big Michael Jackson fan. He can do a like, Michael Jackson move, but I can't do that stuff. That stuff is too hard for me to be moving. <laughs> But he wants to do a Michael Jackson. I was like, we can't do that. So I got to figure out something. But it was great talking to you. You know, um, hopefully uh, the listeners, you know, got some kind of uh, perspective through my eyes and your eyes on you know how we see things. Yeah. You know, so there you have it. Well, like I said, Gene, I love you. I hope you take care of yourself, and I will be talking with you soon but this conversation is not over and it's never going to be over until we make this world a better place to the best of our ability you got it bud i'll speak to you soon all right take care Bye-bye. that coming from gene waldron a big god bless to to mr gene waldron as well uh, appreciate him tremendously and thank him for everything uh, that he has done and just the just everything everything that he's done and i uh I do. I appreciate him. I appreciate Gene so very much. And this world needs to get better, you know, but we don't heal it without having the conversation. So, you know, rioting, looting, stealing, come on. That's enough. Violence, that's enough. It's enough. It's making something bad worse, okay? And it's taken away from the central message, which is that what happened to George Floyd was wrong. So let's have the discussion. Let's be together and let's find a positive way to create positive change, okay? In the words of Martin Luther King, once again, for those that may have not heard it the first time that I read it when I was here with Cam Jones a little while ago, in the words of Dr. King, I want you to remember this the next time you think about looting or stealing or breaking stuff or whatever, I want you to to hear these words, please. Hear these words from Dr. King himself. Okay, and these words are, you know, because they're very meaningful to me and they should be meaningful to you. So here they are from Dr. King, quote, returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. I'm going to read that again. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. I'll read it again. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. End quote. Peaceful. Peaceful protest, peaceful conversation, peaceful discussion, and no more grouping of people. Not every black person is bad. Not every white person is bad. Not every cop is bad. Like Gene said, the majority of our society is good. Because if it wasn't, there'd be people dying in the streets. I mean, you wouldn't be able to walk outside. So understand there is more good than bad, even though it doesn't look that way right now. But also understand that we came together as a unified country. So many of us came together over the death of one person, proving that one life is too high of a price to pay for injustice. So be proud and be thankful that 
99% of us did not know George Floyd, but we care about him. And we don't want there to be another George Floyd. So what we do today, peacefully, in conversation, in discussion, arm in arm, of every color and every background is important. And if you want to know the true beauty of human life, go go and watch, for those of you on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT, scroll down a little bit and watch the video of the sheriff that took off his helmet, right, and laid down his baton. I put it on Twitter, too, at CallDT. Took off his helmet. All the cops dropped their batons, and he said, I am here for you. Okay, we are not here to stop you. We are here to let you be. We are here to listen to you. What do you want? And the protesters peacefully, no riots, no looting, no and no anything, no violence. They said, walk with us. And the sheriff said, okay, let's walk. And he walked with the people. That is how you change the world. So have the discussion, have the conversation, get off the streets and stop making people hug their babies even tighter right now because they don't feel safe. Let's not make an unsafe world more unsafe. That makes no sense. So let's have the discussion, let's love each other, and let's do better today. I'm not promising you that racism is gone and can be gone in a heartbeat. But I am promising you that if you stand on the sidelines and you stay silent, it's never going to help the world. Silence, pushing someone away and just blocking them, just totally silencing them. Silencing somebody that wants to love and care. Never going to make the world a better place. Violence only begets more violence. Hate begets more hate. But love conquers all. Remember that. Remember that. And I really honestly feel like I have to read this quote right now from the Bible itself. Okay? I'm going to read it because I have to. Because we need to hear this. We need to hear this now more than ever. And this is a quote from Corinthians. Y'all know this. Love is patient. It's 1 Corinthians, uh, what? Uh, 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Love each other today. Love each other today. Okay? And if we're blessed enough to be alive tomorrow, love each other more tomorrow. Let's take our final step aside of today's show. We'll be back right after this to wrap up today's broadcast. Please, please, please know so many people are hurting. And the black community, again... I love you all. I appreciate you all. I respect you all like I, like I appreciate and respect all human life. I can't imagine what it's like to be a black man in a grocery store or in an alleyway or behind the wheel of a car or walking down the street. But I can be here and I can be a part of the solution, not the problem. And I hope that you'll join me in doing that, folks.